When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. You got to put your money where your mouth is, Pete. It's not gambling advice. Tuesday, March 15th, and welcome to Not Gambling Advice. We're taking a break from fantasy baseball content to dive into the world of college basketball. We're doing the full March Madness bracket with teams who we think are going to win, teams to stay away from. And we brought on, well, of course, we got Colby Olson. We'll talk to Colby in a second, but we got Jack McMullen. You might know him as the co-host of the Just Baseball Show with me and Arm. You know, we talk baseball occasionally, but he's also the voice of the Ball State women's hoops team and probably the best college basketball mind that we have at just baseball and that's that's a good compliment for you you feel good thanks man i appreciate that man yeah do uh i i call every ball state women's basketball game i called the majority of the uh, ball state men's home slate so dove deep into the mac uh shout out akron the zips in the field of 68 uh wish toledo or ohio got there maybe even kent but akron's fine too um, yeah, I spend a lot of time watching college basketball, high major, mid major, low major. Um, so before we get into it, I just want to preface that saying I overthink the shit out of the bracket every year. I tend to finish near the bottom of pools because when you have a little bit too much knowledge, when you watch every team, you think that, you know, the 13 seed is going to the sweet 16 when in reality, the four that they played in the first round is probably a final four team. Well, see Colby, the funny thing is with Jack is that his analysis is always so strong, but then why we have the code for our Just Baseball merch, hashtag Fade Jack, is because he never actually hits any bets. But the analysis is strong, so that's why I'm excited to have him on. But, you know, maybe maybe don't take his picks or maybe take his picks. What do you think, Colby? I swear to you that if you sat down and looked at a bracket and literally took five minutes to fill it out and you knew just a little bit, like I, I follow college basketball a decent amount, not to the level that Jack does, but I still know enough. And I just filled it out for five minutes and went with my gut. I would probably finish better than, than average. Um, I want to preface you guys with a question real quick though, because I just think it's insane. What do you think? I want to, I want to guess from both of you. What do you think the odds of a perfect bracket are? You might've heard this before. Jack, do you know, isn't it like one in 8 billion or something? You have greater odds of getting struck by lightning twice than getting a perfect bracket. So the odds are, are unquantifiable in my view. They're one in 9.2 quintillion. Quintillion. Oh, quintillion. Oh, I wasn't even almost close. Yeah. 
I wasn't even almost close. You can't even fathom that number. Now you've got the contest, right? Get a perfect bracket. You win a million dollars. Like nobody's ever going to get a perfect bracket. I, I promise you that nobody in our lifetime will ever get a perfect bracket because this shit never goes chalk. And Jack, you're a big Tyson Tate fan. And I was, I was listening to one of their podcasts about, um, you know, all the tournament plays and just college basketball as a whole this year. And I feel like everyone's going to go with the favorites, you know, the common favorites, but they are harping on the fact that this college basketball season is absolute chaos because there's so many teams that can win it out there. And is that kind of the same sentiment that you would, you would go with? Yes, absolutely. And before we get any farther, Colby, congratulations on the haircut. The sides look phenomenal. Sick. Thank you, man. I, I walked out of uh, the Manhattan barbershop after a $60 haircut feeling on top of the world. Un- unreasonable price, but <laughs> but you can't quantify how a good haircut makes you feel inside. Yeah. You know what? See, I just walk into Grey Clips and, and cross my fingers and pray that they don't slice my skull. Grey uh, Clips? Yeah, why not? Right. Great clips, you know, occasionally sport clips. I don't know. It's good to be a guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So to echo what Bill Self said yesterday, Bill Self was on the uh, the pre-selection show in between the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA selection show. And I like couldn't agree more with this. He was asked about this landscape in college basketball this year by Wally Serbiak. And he said, you know, like you see the portal, you see obviously freshman talent getting better and better. He said the emergence of the transfer portal, a lot of those teams that hit the portal hard could either go and get a star or go and get somebody to fill a role. And that allowed the good to average teams to reload quickly. So the great teams stayed great teams, the good teams stayed good teams, and then the average teams could elevate to good. So you look at Kansas, right? They added Joseph Yesifu from Drake, who was an NCAA tournament player last year, who's really solid. And then Remy Martin, who's a really good guard at Arizona State, and he comes back and he's a good bench player for Kansas. You look at Texas, they are almost entirely transfer portal guys. And then you look at a place like Arizona, where they add Umar Balo, who came from Gonzaga with Tommy Lloyd. Like everybody got better with the portal, and there are so many good teams, is what Bill Self said. And I couldn't agree more with that. There are one seeds through six seeds that could legitimately be Final Four teams. And also, I was at Ole Miss this weekend watching college baseball, Ole Miss versus Oral Roberts, and they were harping on the fact that the COVID-shortened season allowed a lot of these guys to gain an extra year as well. Like, I feel like Connor Gillespie has been at Villanova now for 17 years. And a lot of these guys, so these are some older, more mature teams as well. It's not just the common, you know, one-and-done guys where it's just the 18-year-olds. Like, there are 23, 24-year-olds playing in the tournament as well. Yeah, Connor Gillespie, former Chicago White Sox third baseman, Colin Gillespie, the two-time reigning Big That's East player of the year. Guy. What am I talking about? I know it's Gillespie. What am I doing? But, hey, Oral Roberts, no Max Acemas in this NCAA tournament. Sad. One tear rolls down the side of the cheek for Max Acemas. But Kevin O'Banner, who is the Robin to Acemas' Batman last year at Oral Roberts, he plays for Texas Tech now. So you do have a little bit of that Oral Roberts flair in this year's NCAA tournament. So, Colby, let's talk favorites to win the whole NCAA tournament. All of us are going to go around. We're going to give you two teams, could value picks that we think can win it. And then we're going to give you a team to stay away from. And then we're going to go region by region, filling out the official Just Baseball March Madness bracket. So, Colby, I'll throw it over to you first. Who's your number one team you think is going to take down the Nets? It's got to be Gonzaga. And before you say, well, Colby, one, they're plus 300, right? That is... Almost, that is crazy because the second team is plus 650 and it's Arizona. 
But the Zags are nasty. They fit the bill of a championship team. They're number one in adjusted efficiency on Kempom, number seven in adjusted defense efficiency. You might say also they play in, they're playing scrubs in the West Coast Conference, right? But the West Coast Conference was solid this season. St. Mary's and San Francisco are in the tourney. And and beyond that, there's some really, really solid teams in that conference. And so they went 10 and three in uh, quadrant one wins. So that was the best efficiency in quadrant one wins of any team in college basketball this year. They, their only losses were Duke early in the year by three points. That was like the Chet Holgram, Paolo Boncaro, like first time we got to see them face off against each other. And it was, it was hyped up. Uh, It was a great game. Alabama, they lost to in December. And remember, Alabama has the number one strength of schedule in college basketball. They're a very, very tough team. I know they're a six seed, but they're very tough. Um, and then they lost to St. Mary's just uh, a few weeks ago, um, February, and, and they avenged that loss a week later. They, they fit the bill of a championship team and, and don't let plus 300 scare you away. Jack, what about you? Um, I've got two. Uh, Colby, Colby had another. Did you? I do have no, another. We'll go, yeah. We'll go in a circle. We'll go in a, yeah. we'll we'll go go in a circle. Go. One, 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 one. Okay. That's perfect. what I was saying. So Gonzaga is Colby's lead favorite. My lead favorite uh, is Kentucky at plus 800. So third best odds to win the whole thing. Kentucky's really, really good. Um, they've got some veteran leadership, which is not what you have ever said about a John Calipari Kentucky team. Oscar Shibway is a transfer. Oscar Shibway should be national player of the year. He's the best rebounder in the country. He's one of the best paint scorers in the country. Kellen Grady transferred from Davidson. Grady can fill it up. He is one of the best three-point shooters in the SEC. Um, And then the freshmen play beyond their years. Like, I'm sure you remember Tyrese Maxey and De'Aaron Fox. They were different years, but they both played like juniors as freshmen, and that's why they transferred better to the NBA than somebody like Malik Monk, right? Because Monk was like, okay, yeah, you're electrifying, but you look like a freshman at points. There were times where Maxi didn't look like a freshman. There were times where De'Aaron Fox did not look like a freshman. You can say the same thing about Ty Ty Washington. He does not look like a freshman at times. Severe Wheeler, also a very, very talented basketball player. So they've got uh, a veteran group and the freshmen play like vets. I love Kentucky. What did you see in the loss, though, to Tennessee in that SEC semifinal? I saw Tennessee play the best game of the year by far. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because, I mean, you and I were talking, um, you know, yesterday, we both thought Kentucky was going to beat Tennessee. Like, I even bet on it and freaking lost because I I do think Kentucky's that loaded. But my number one team that I think can win it is the University of Arizona, the Wildcats. First, I just kind of bought in after they beat UCLA in that Pac-12 tourney in that in in the championship and also they just have a really easy conference um like i said i also had ucla beating arizona but i just feel like they proved that they're absolutely for real they have a really good head coach they rank second in adjusted offense and eighth in adjusted defense ben matherin won pac 12 championship most outstanding player after dropping 27 against those ucla bruins and he's just been excellent all year pac 12 player of the year they have one of the best rim protectors in the country in Christian Coloco and Azolas Tubelas has been fantastic all season. Even I remember him drop 32 against Utah um, a couple of months ago. I just think this Arizona Wildcats team is right up there with Gonzaga, one of the best teams in the country. And at plus 650, it's much better value than Gonzaga. And just the region that they are in, and we're going to talk about it when we dive into the regions, I don't think it's that great. Tennessee is good. I don't really believe in this Villanova team as much as in other Jay Wright years. 
I think Arizona is going to zoom past this region and has as great of a shot as anybody in a plus 650. I think it's pretty solid value. I think the the other play here, Pete, is is going back to how weak this region is, is Arizona's plus 150 to make the final four, right? And they only have to get through potentially Houston, Illinois in in the round of 30 or in the sweet 16. And then either Tennessee or Villanova likely in the Elite Eight. Like, I'm taking think, Arizona to get by both those teams. And at plus 150, I really like Arizona to make the Final Four. I think Arizona stacks up against Illinois, especially really well with Kofi Cockburn down there. I mean, we got Christian Coloco. I know it's Coburn, isn't it? I called him Cockburn. Yes. It's Coburn. Christian Coloco is a guy who's just down there, you know, rib protector. He's a 7 1 dude that can bang around um, with him down low. So, um, I agree with you, Colby. I think plus 150 to make the final four and plus 650 to win it all. I just, I, I'm really, I believed in Arizona because I thought UCLA was that good, saw what Arizona did, and I, it's hard not to believe in the Wildcats. So before I get into my second team, I do want to go back to Kentucky real quick. I, I've weirdly watched a lot of Kentucky basketball. They are, they can be streaky, but in the, in the, in the best way possible. Like they'll get down 15 and a half and I'm like, you know, they're going to go on a run here and get back into this game. And that's, that's huge in March to have that ability to not get down on yourself and be able to will yourself back into to ball games. But uh, my second team is UCLA. They're at plus 1800 right now. Um, they're a four seed and that's just way too low for UCLA. I actually bet UCLA um, about five or six weeks ago at plus 2,500 to win the title. Um, so I'm sticking my guns here. They're a three-headed monster. Jaime Jaquez, Johnny Juzang, and Jules Bernard are combining to average 43 points a game. Tiger Campbell shoots 43% from deep. They have shooters and guys can take over a game, right? Um, they made the Final Four last year as an 11 seed. They know what it takes to get there. All those guys are returning, right? They were there last year. Um, I think they can get they can finish the job this year. Um, They'll have to take out, you know, likely St. Mary's, Baylor, and Kentucky to get there. It's, it's a decently tough, tough stretch there. But um, I don't think Baylor is the toughest one seed here either. So I don't think that they it's out of the question that they get to the Final Four. Um, yeah. Jack, you just saw UCLA play Arizona, Pac-12 championship. Did that give you any reason to go more with Arizona? Do you still think UCLA is a better pick there? UCLA, Arizona, who would you go with? I would go with Arizona. Um, You know, there is something about having really good bigs and having a really good lead guard. Mm -hmm. And I think Arizona's lead guard is better than any guard that UCLA runs out. I think Matherin is better than Juzang. He's better than Tiger Campbell. Um, And then you look inside. Who's going to deal with Coloco, Tubelis, and Umar Balo off the bench? And the answer is nobody, right? You've got Cody Riley. He only has five fouls to give. You know, same reason you look at the Arizona-Illinois matchup, possibly in the Sweet 16. You say, okay, Kofi Coburn has five fouls to give, but Tubelis, Coloco, and Balo have 15 fouls to give. And one of those three is going to match up with Coburn. So, like, I think that, the advantage inside and the advantage with your star lead guard skews Arizona's way as opposed to UCLA. Who's your next one? Uh, my next one's Iowa plus 2,200. I, I think the value is perfect. I think Iowa's a top five offense in America. Um, and I could make the argument uh, that Keegan Murray is the best scorer in the country. I, I think Keegan Murray is a phenomenal basketball player. He should be a top five pick this year just because he can fill it up and he's got NBA size. 
Um, and I, I think there is a very short list of players that can be named tournament most outstanding player. And I think Keegan Murray is one of them. Don't you think their conference is a little weak though? Shut up. All right. I'm going with the Duke Blue Devils at plus 1800. I think Paolo Bencaro is one of the best players in the country. AJ Griffin, who's, who is a projected first round pick, is playing and doing really well. Wendell Moore is a freak athlete playing at a really high, high level. They rank sixth in adjusted offense, fifth in adjusted defense on Ken Palm. And it's Coach K's last year. And they just lost in the ACC tournament to the Virginia Tech Hokies. I'm sure they're motivated to run the table. I just really like plus 1800 for this Duke team coming off a loss. I feel like Coach K is going in the locker room just screaming at these dudes like, we are Duke, and they're going to come out firing. I also don't think their region is that tough. And at plus 1800, that's my best value play. I think the Duke Blue Devils have a very good shot at cutting down the nets. We even talked about them in just baseball show. This is an absolute crime coming from somebody that all three of us went to Syracuse. This is like a crime, but it almost, it almost strengthens the, the unbiased selection of picking Duke to win the whole thing for you. Um, I still do think that coach K is going to lose his last game and it's going to be beautiful. I want to see more Duke fans cry like that. That was the most beautiful sight. It was seeing Duke fans cry in their own stadium that paid $10,000 to sit in those seats or camped out for two weeks, two months, they two months. started camping two months in advance why why they need help you need their nut jobs because they're so smart that they're socially a bit off uh, and they decide that that's what what they want to do for fun camp out for two months yeah but i don't care about the people i don't care about the fans i care about the players on the floor and the players on the floor for duke are some of the best in the country still think coach k is that guy Last year just feels like that magic. And a plus that plus 1800 is what I'm getting at that value for a Duke team who is what I believe to be a top five team in all of college basketball. They're not ranked like that right now. If we're looking at how many teams are above them, they have the ninth best odds to win it. And I think they're a top five team. I just like that value. Jack, what do you think about Duke? Um, I'll push against you. I think that they have a very tough region to come out of obviously with Gonzaga, but uh, the, the two, three, how it sits on the 16 is Texas tech. Um, that's tough. Texas best tech is the best tech defense in the country. Yeah. We just saw Texas tech drop to Kansas though. And you, you were calling Kansas a fraud. Yeah, but you can't call a one like, yes, they're, but they're still a one seed. Kansas like, is a fraud. It's Kansas no, they're a fraudulent fraud. one. <laughs> so and they get to just be Texas tech. So I'm not worried two, about Texas tech. Do you want my do. two frauds here? I'll give you two. What, what frauds. Give us your two two frauds frauds right now. I want to hear them. All right, let's start start with the frauds. Jack, you go first. I think two one seeds don't make it out of the first weekend. I think Kansas loses in the one nine. I think um, Baylor loses in the one eight. I think Baylor loses to Carolina. uh, And I think Kansas loses to Creighton or San Diego State. Interesting. I'm with you on Baylor, man. I'm with you. Plus 1,200 to win the whole thing. Um, They don't have Jonathan Chama Chachua. And... They're top heavy. They're top heavy. My first fraud, I'm staying away from Gonzaga. And that's not to say that I think they're fraudulent. I think they're one of the best teams in college basketball. That's on a value basis. Do I still think that they can win the make it to the final four? Probably. I think Duke's going to make it out of that region. But I think Gonzaga is still one of the best teams in the country. Just at plus 300, I really don't want to take that value. Because we know Gonzaga has never won it before. 
I mean, they just don't win it. Mark Few is one of the best coach head coaches in college basketball, maybe the best head coach in college basketball, but they haven't had a ton of success in the tourney. And I also don't think like Jack, do you think this year's Gonzaga team is better than last year's Gonzaga team? Uh, yes, because I, I wanted to hate Chet as an NBA prospect so bad. Like I wanted to say, Oh, Chet's got so many flaws. And then I watched Chet like every single game and I'm like, okay, there are no flaws here. Um, it, there is a certain level of talent. We talk about it on the baseball side. Arm and I just talked about it. I think there is a price to maneuver past bad luck, and it's around $300 million on the baseball side. And I think Steve Cohen is willing to pay that to maneuver around bad luck. Um, I think there is a certain number of five-star recruits uh, to maneuver around not winning the big one for Mark Few. And I think when you have Chet Holmgren and, Jude, and Drew Timmy inside, with Andrew Nemhard, who I think is the best point guard in the country leading your team. Uh, that's good enough to boat race pretty much anybody. Chet Holmgren is averaging 21 and 14 and he's shooting 41% from three at seven, two. What is he? No, he's seven, 21 and 14. What? 21 in, points, 14 what? rebounds. No, he's not. Is he not? He's averaging saying. nine and a half boards per game. Oh, 14 and nine. My, my bad. We're looking at the wrong thing here. Still. You're looking at minutes. Can you imagine he was averaging 21 and 14 and shooting 41% for 14 and nine. Still 41% Still. from three. Yeah. No, he's a stud and he might go number one overall. I just can't get behind plus 300. I'll ne- in, it's March madness. I mean, and if this was a Gonzaga team who won it last year, who had a ton of success in the turning. Maybe I'm feeling a different way, but anything could happen in March Madness. And at plus 300, I would never take that value for any champion. I don't care if it was like an NBA team in the March Madness tournament. I just, I can't get behind it, it no matter how good they are. Well, if it was the Lakers, I wouldn't take the value, but if it was any other NBA team, I'm in. Timberwolves. Minnesota, I'm in. <laughs> I am in. They are kind of good this year. <laughs> Anthony Edwards is a freaking, he's, he's for real. He's great. Peter, Cole, who's, who's your, your stay problem? away? No, I'm my stay away is Gonzaga, but also my stay away is Kansas. I don't think Kansas is going to win it. And at yeah. plus, I mean, it's plus 1,200 right now. I'm not betting on Kansas at all. I don't think they have a shot. And that was an impressive win over Texas Tech, though, because Texas Tech is a solid team, and they kind of handled them. I, I think there are a couple of top 10 teams that, like, are not in the tournament field without <laughs> one player. I'm serious. Like, I, I don't think Kansas is an NCAA tournament team this year without Abaji. Um, and I don't think Villanova is a tournament team without Gillespie. I think you're right. Colby, do you have any more frauds? Providence. Providence is a big fraud at, at a, as a four. They just ran into a buzzsaw, man. I mean, South I, Dakota I, State, I, fuck. Are you kidding I, me? Yeah. And Creighton rolled them. Rolled Dude, them. And Creighton's they, they, good, they, not they amazing. They have got to be one of the luckiest teams all year. And there's something to be said about that. That's great for them, you know, but they do not compete with these other guys, these other teams from the SEC, right? Like there's no way, there's no way. Colby, would you compare Providence to the Seattle Mariners of last year? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like Providence so much fun. is <laughs> fun differential. They're oh, through the ninth in Ken Palm rankings. Like, I don't think a team outside the top 30 of Ken Palm has ever won it. 39th from Ken 49th. <laughs> they don't have, like, they don't have an all Big East performer. They they simply don't. Like, Horkler is fine. Bynum is fine. Watson's fine. Manaya's fine. But, like, 
I'm not naming a good player. Ed Cooley is one of the best coaches in the country, but talent wins you championships. I'm over the whole defense wins championship things. Phenomenal basketball players win you championships. Jack, what do you think about the impact of playing on neutral floors as well? Like Providence is a team that, that you know, the dunk is always rocking. Dunk. How, how does that impact uh, the tourney in your mind? Um, it's conducive to offense. I, I really think that, you know, you think about going into a hostile environment in football, right? And I know you guys talk football all the time. Um, when the opposing team, when the road team is on offense, they have to resort to silent count, right? Like the shots just don't really fall away from home because the, the, the home crowd is just crazy and they rip you to shreds. Um, on a neutral floor, you take that away a little bit, unless you are uh, Wisconsin playing in Milwaukee the first weekend barf um it's gonna feel like you're at the coal center so you know i think the neutral floor is better for offense now until you get to a football stadium <laughs> and and then it's all defense and jack before we get into our march madness bracket do you have any more possible frauds um no i think i'm done being a curmudgeon here all right i think that's fair let's start with the west region first gonzaga is going to be georgia state i mean go on they're going sure. to be Georgia State. That sure. one is getting past that 16. Boise State versus Memphis. I frankly have no idea who's going to win this matchup. I lean Memphis, but... The Mountain West was a top five league in America this year. And Boise State, if not the best team in the league, was the second best team in the league. You look at Colorado State, okay, really good. Uh, but Boise State got the wins. Memphis, yes, they won a couple of games at the end. They got to the AAC title game. Uh, they've got a lot of talent. Jalen Duran is going to be a first round pick. You still have Lomax and Quinones and a uh, future Kevin Durant, Imani Bates, even though he's not playing that much anymore. Um, yeah. Why isn't he playing that much? I think he's hurt. Yeah. I think that's why. Right. Because he yeah. looks like, a uh, but he also sucked when he was playing. I know. 17. I, I was <laughs> 17 was years old, just, dude. That was a guy who I bought into so hard. I mean, yeah, when you, 17. when he was like yeah. nine, yeah, you bought into him when he was a middle schooler. Yeah, he, he reclassified. He's basically 12 playing with 18-year-olds, and he's still yes. 6'11". So he's still going to be good. But this year, I don't think he's going to make that much of an impact in the tournament. But in the NBA, you'll see him make an incredible impact in like three or four years. For sure. Um, but but Duran looks like an NBA center right now, and Duran is playing really, really well at the moment. Um, my problem is I don't think Memphis is a mentally strong team. I think if they go down by eight in the first five minutes they're done like it, they check out i think if they're down 10 at the half it's over so colby we talked about this this is a man with all of the best analysis but he just went with boise state so we should probably go with memphis Absolutely. i'm on boise state too <laughs> that means we got to go memphis we have to go memphis no way right you do or colby what do you think should we go boise state? I, I don't like boise memphis state, we'll go boise i state. I agree with all the analysis that Jack brought the table there, and, and we just cannot go against that. That, that goes against everything I stand for as well. Um, like Jack said, the Mountain West was really, really good this year, and Memphis did take out Houston twice recently, but just got smacked by them in the AAC turn. So I'm not buying into Houston's the Memphis. not that good. Houston's not that good either. So we'll, we'll go with Boise State. What about UConn versus New Mexico State? UConn's freaking loaded. I think we got to have them the five over the 12. New Mexico State, solid team, but I, yep. I, I got to go UConn, right? We can any any objections on that one? Yeah. 
we can move on. 12-5 is traditionally the the upset pick, right? Like that's the trendy upset pick. But I think 13-4 this go around is actually better upset picks. So Arkansas versus Vermont, the four versus yes. the 13. Arkansas's defense is really good, but you think Vermont could beat them? Yeah, remember when I said 13-4 were the sexier options here like 10 seconds ago? Uh, Vermont. That's what, I was, in, what do you what, what are you getting mad at me for? I, where, no, I no, no. I, I was just saying, man. I was just okay. speaking to the ether. Um, Vermont is playing in Buffalo, New York. You got to factor that in. Vermont also travels so well. When you guys watch this game, Vermont and Arkansas, the place is going to be 80% Vermont. It's going to be Catamount country. Um, they ran rough shot over the America East. Ryan Davis, the America East player of the year. This offense is dumb good. Like there are times where they don't miss shots for 10 minutes at a time. And it's ridiculous. But Arkansas's defense is one of the best in the country. Do you like that 13 over the four matchup, Colby? I have it on my bracket, and I'm, I'm going to leave you with this analysis. Jack just spewed a bunch of BS about how they have all these things, the Catamount region, blah, blah, blah. They have a cool logo, and they're Vermont. Of course they're going to win this game. Like, come on. It's simple. I like that. Let's go with Vermont. Okay. Alabama versus a play-in between Rutgers and Notre Dame, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Rutgers, they kind of, they win games. You know, they, they were good. The NCAA tournament last year. I think there's a shot they could beat Notre Dame. And could they beat Alabama? That's the question. Or am I stupid and Notre Dame's just going to win and then Notre Dame can beat Alabama? Or is Alabama just going to beat? It doesn't even matter. Jack, what do you think? I'm speaking hyperbolically. So okay. I just want to preface that. Also, I want to say something about uh, about my betting analysis <laughs> because i i really hardly ever like actually place bets yeah. um but i i love the betting lines as an ability to like quantify this stuff like you always talk about analysis right there's something to actually attach to it now and that's betting lines it's just another way to analyze so moving forward i think every broadcast of every game tv and radio should be mentioning the spread should be mentioning the over under should be mentioning props all that stuff because that is another way to quantify and analyze a game whether it's basketball baseball football so on um but it's not gambling again it's not it's never gambling advice no it's not i i remember what podcast i'm joining right now um speaking totally hyperbolically alabama could lose this game by 10 or they could go to the final four like that's what this team is they beat Gonzaga convincingly or they lose to not good teams. I do like the idea of playing two days before. I, I love it because he, whoever's got the hot hand, whoever wins that game has some confidence and they can roll into a, into an Alabama team that hasn't played in over a week. Um, Notre Dame has a very, very talented player in Blake Wesley. He's very good. Uh, Rutgers wins games. They have no business winning. I go with the 11 over the six. Colby, are you are you in the same boat there? Because I'd ra- I think I'd rather take the combination of Rutgers and Notre Dame over an Alabama team. So uh, Notre Dame's interesting because that was the one team that a lot of uh, bracketology experts were were saying, "How did this team make the tournament? They're not deserving at all." I, I think Rutgers gets through Notre Dame, and I could really see them beating Alabama. I think Jack's analysis is spot on. This Alabama team had the number one strength of schedule, as we mentioned before. 
Um, but yeah, they're, they're super inconsistent. And last year, Syracuse played the playing game. They were the 11 and six. They were the 11 seed played that playing game, went into the next round, right. Two days later and had the momentum and it almost is like a practice run for their next game. So I, I see the logic there, Jack. I like that. Let's go with the 11. I just clicked the 11 Texas tech versus Montana state, Texas tech is going to roll them. I'm going, we got to go with Texas Tech. I mean, we can analyze the game. It's three versus 14. There's going to be chaos in these brackets. Of course, Montana State could pull off the upset. Anything can happen in college basketball. We saw a UMB, UMBM team beat freaking Virginia. So Texas Tech, I think we got to go the three over the 14. You agree, Jack? Colby? Best defense in the country. Take that under. Jarrett mm-hmm. Culver is a really good player for Texas Tech. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, you mean? Or no, he's, I was bringing back the Timberwolves. Uh, no, I think he's on the Timberwolves. Now. Culver's with the Grizzlies, I want to say. He's with either the Timberwolves or the Grizzlies. I think sure. he's with the Grizzlies. Whatever. Michigan State versus Davidson. Steph Curry is going to be very good against Draymond Green in that game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Michigan State versus, da- uh, versus Davidson. Colby, I'll throw that over to you first. What do you think? I, this is one of those where I have no idea about any of these teams. I'm picking Davidson as the 10 seed. I have traditionally liked picking Davidson in brackets. Um, they, I don't know. I'm not going to bring any analysis to the table on that one. Jack can probably tell me more. Yeah. Foster lawyer revenge game. Foster lawyer spent the first three years of his college career at Michigan state. He is now a Davidson wildcat. Um, I like foster lawyer in the upset. Uh, Brockovich is a good player for Davidson. Bob McKillop is the best coach you've never heard of. If you're not a big college basketball fan with Davidson, uh, this is not a talented Tom Izzo team. Uh, Max Christie is a really good freshman, but there's really nobody else here that, that moves the needle at all. Um, and Davidson, they lost in the A-10 title to Richmond. That's how Richmond got into the field. Um, they turned the A-10 from a one-bid league into a two-bid league. They were good enough to be an at-large. I like Davidson. Um, Peter, I also like your tactic now. That was what I used for the NFL playoffs. You just name former players. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get you fired up. My only pushback, my only pushback to that is the Tom Izzo effect. I mean, it's kind of like when Q's would get in the tournaments too. They're not more talented than the team they're going to face, but sometimes they just get to the sweet 16 because of Jim Beheim. And now Tom Izzo with Michigan state, they just win and win and win, even if they're the worst team. That's my only pushback, but I think there's going to be chaos. I wouldn't be shocked if Davidson wins. And I think picking Davidson over Michigan state is perfectly fine, but no worries about the Tom Izzo thing, because I feel like that's where we could get busted early. But we'll go with Davidson. All right, cool. Duke versus Cal State Fullerton. Um, Great baseball program. I'm taking the Titans over the Blue Devils on the diamond. Yeah, Justin Turner was a really good baseball player for Cal State Fullerton. So was Troy Tulowitz. Oh, no, Tulowitzki was Long Beach State. Yeah. Um, Duke's going to beat him. Duke's going to mark him. All right, let's go back up. Gonzaga versus Boise State. Is all that Mountain West talk just going to shit now because Gonzaga's going to roll him? Yes. All right, Gonzaga's over Boise State. UConn versus Vermont. I really love this UConn team. I think they're going to roll. I, I, I'm going the five over the 13 there. Jack, what do you think? You're saying no? Yes, I'm with you. Colby? I'm from Connecticut. Been a UConn fan my entire life. I'm, I'm rolling with my guys. Kemba Walker is going to play really well in the tournament. All right, Rutgers versus Notre Dame, or Rutgers or Notre Dame or Texas Tech. Why do I think Rutgers is going to be Texas Tech? <laughs> because Texas Tech doesn't have firepower on offense, but the Texas Tech defense is better than Rutgers or Notre Dame overall. Of course they are. 
but this is March Madness. Do you think they have a shot? I've got Tech in my Elite Eight. All right, we'll go Texas Tech then. Colby, you good with that? Yeah, I have Tech in my Elite Eight as well. Perfect. Duke versus Davidson. I'm Duke. 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 UConn versus Gonzaga. I think this is where Gonzaga falls out. I did my bracket. I have UConn getting past Gonzaga right here. You're going to lose so much money. No, it's a March Madness (laughs) bracket. I'm not going to lose that much money. I think this is where UConn beats Gonzaga. You guys have major pushback to that, it seems. Yeah. Insane pushback. (laughs) Yeah. No, this UConn team is is good, but they're not able to beat the best team in the country by a lot. Like they would have to pull off a miracle of a game to to do this. We're just going chalk then. In a chaos. It's Gonzaga. You we just laid out all of the frauds. Baylor, Kansas. Gonzaga's one of my frauds. And you're saying Gonzaga. No, Gonzaga, you were saying Gonzaga's a fraud because of the plus 300 value. Exactly. Exactly. They are a final forward lock, in my opinion. All right, fine. We'll go Gonzaga. But I'd like the record to be shown that UConn, in my personal bracket, I have beaten Gonzaga. Do you want like actual X's and O's analysis right now on that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So RJ Cole is not better than Andrew Nemhart. Strother is better than any other wing that UConn runs out. And then Timmy and Holmgren are eons better than Sinogo. And Mark Few is better than Danny Hurley. Kemba Walker is better than any player Gonzaga's ever had. Uh, Adam Morrison was amazing. Not the NBA. Listen, uh, DeMontis Sabonis could take oh. Kemba one-on-one right now. Actually, that's who's a better all-time player, DeMontis Sabonis or Kemba Walker? I mean, Campbell Walker because of what he did at UConn. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, fine. We have Gonzaga being UConn. Let the record show I disagree, even though it makes no sense. Texas, but that's March Madness. Texas Tech versus Duke. I think Duke's going to roll again. You guys think Texas Tech is going to win this one? Yes. Peter, we'll give you this one. We, we, we've uh, strong-armed you a little bit in the past here. I think we can give you Duke here. Thank you. Duke is going to go on a run. We're going Duke. All right. Rematch, rematch for Gonzaga and Duke. That'll be one to see. Rematch versus Gonzaga and Duke. Jack, how did it go last year? How did Gonzaga Duke go last year? Yeah. Uh, talking about the rematch, um, right? No, I'm uh, talking about earlier from the beginning season. of the year. Oh no, yeah, that, that's what I meant. Sorry, not last beginning year. I meant earlier year. in the year. Excuse um, me. Boncaro looked a lot better than Chet did, and Duke looked a lot better than Gonzaga did. That was week one of the college basketball non-conference season. It's a little early. Chet, Chet Holmgren has eliminated any doubts about him. Drew Timmy is, again, one of the best players in the country. And I think that Gonzaga has progressed a lot better than Duke has progressed. Colby, are you in the same boat? Are you, are you straight Gonzaga over Duke for sure? Or do you think there's some wiggle room here? I think there's a little wiggle room, but I, I, I still think Gonzaga is too dominant for Duke at this point in the season. And, and as good of a prospect as Paolo Bencaro is, he hasn't been all that special and has not been as special as Chet Holmgren has been. Um, I think Chet has the ability to take over. And Drew Timmy is such a scrappy like role player on that team, but he's super good too. Like They're, they're a very deep team. Um, I think Gonzaga is going to take that one. Can I also say 
that Paolo Banquero's dad does not have a camcorder in the stands during games. And Chet Holmgren's dad not only uses a camcorder in the stands during games to record the games, he also has no framed glasses and a ponytail. So That makes me want to take Duke so bad. Mm, see, that makes me want to take Gonzaga. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm being overruled. We will go with Gonzaga. But let the record show. I'm pissed about it. Not that pissed because, but I do think Duke can win it all. All right. Now moving over to the South. Arizona, Wright State, and Bryant is the play in. Arizona's going to freaking roll them. Seton Hall versus TCU. The Horn Frogs versus the Seton Hall, whatever they are. Blue Pirates. What are they? Pirates. Are the Pirates. Yeah. Um, I frankly have no idea who's going to win this matchup. The eight nines are always impossible. I I lean TCU. I don't know how good the Seton Hall is, team is this year, but Jack, what's your read? Uh, I know next to nothing about both these teams. Um, I know more about Seton Hall, and I know that they don't have Miles Powell on the team anymore, but I do like Kevin Willard, their coach. Uh, Jamie Dixon, still at TCU, I do believe. Um, and, and TCU does some things well, uh, Seton Hall does some things well as well. I just kind of flipped a coin and I said, Seton Hall. Colby, what do you think? That, that makes me, we got to go TCU if he's going. I said TCU, they played well in the big 12 tournament. Um, <laughs> it's an eight, nine matchup. These are like coin flips. Um, uh, I just like the horn frogs better colors too. Chaos. Nine B just makes sense. Houston versus UAB. All right. I kind of think UAB is going to beat them, even though I don't even really know anything about UAB. But what I do know is I think Houston is incredibly fraudulent, and I, that makes me want to take UAB, even though I don't even know where the college is. I can barely name anybody on the team, but Houston is fraudulent to me. Jack, what Ooh. do you think? Or Colby, go ahead. Colby, well, I was going to say that that so UAB had an insanely easy schedule. They play in Conference USC, uh, USA. I mean, there's nobody in that conference, but they've been on fire. And Jack, you can probably fill me more on this, but I've been seeing on social media, UAB is kind of getting a cult following because of this guy that, that does the jelly thing, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been seeing that. And they have a cool logo. Again, that was the widest way very, to describe very cool the jelly move. Um, but, but Houston, they're, they're ranked fourth in Ken Palm, um, but they've had some bad losses. They're strong, but they, they could lose this game. Um, I think Houston is a terrible, terrible top five seed. I don't think they're a good basketball team at all. Um, I think Calvin Sampson's a really good coach. I think he instills good defense, and that's why they're one of the best defensive teams in the country. Um, you're thinking of Jordan Walker, Jordan Jelly Walker, big cat uh, with Barstool is totally latched on to Jelly Walker. Um, I think his Twitter bio is like Jelly Fam J or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, Walker, he's a freak. He's like 5'11", he's shifty as fuck. Um, I will ask you the most simple question of college basketball how do you beat a really good defense three how do you pointers. beat yeah three pointers space the floor uab is a top 10 three-point shooting team in america all right uab yep illinois chattanooga i think illinois rolls what do you guys think it's hard the mocks are really good um shout out oh, Sylvia de Sosa. Silvio DeSosa was the one that picked up the chair during Kansas and Kansas State and got dismissed from the team. DeSosa has reemerged as a Chattanooga mock, uh, but DeSosa cannot handle King Kofi. I think Trent Frazier's really good. I think Curbelo can step up. 
Um, and Plummer is a stud too. So I, I give me the fighting Illini. We'll be on the same page. I, I have Chattanooga. I mean, there's really no reason behind it. Um, I think it's just, really no just kind of one of those where they're going to have to play Arizona in, in the sweet 16, right? One of these teams. And if you kind of get a little ballsy here at the 12 versus five UAB Houston and Chattanooga, Illinois, like one of them might hit. And that's kind of, you're, you're, you're gaining a lot on the crowd. Like if say 90% of people are picking Illinois and only 10% are picking Chattanooga, if you hit that, it's a lot of points you're gaining there. And, and you know, there's no multiplier because it's only the first round. It's only 10 points, but it's just something to think about. If you think that Illinois or Houston's going to lose in the sweet 16 anyway, like why not take the shot there? I think we're going to go Illinois. You like it? Getting yeah. nods of heads. Perfect. Colorado State versus Michigan. Michigan shouldn't have been an 11 seed. You can make the argument that they shouldn't have even been in this tournament. And Colorado State, they're freaky. They're athletic. They're always a good team as well. And this is, I think, the highest seed Colorado State has been in in a while. But they've been a good team for the past couple of years. I really want to go Colorado State against this Michigan team when I feel like Michigan is going to get a ton of love, especially, you know, in a chaos bracket, taking the 11 over the six. Not a lot of people have heard of Colorado State, but I think Colorado State's going to beat them. Jack, what do you think? Uh, so Colorado State was picked to be the best team in a good mountain west in the preseason. Lo and behold, they were the best team in the mountain West at the end of the year. Uh, David Roddy is one of the best offensive players in the country. Roddy is really, really good. But Colorado State is in the Mountain West. The Mountain West is a mid-major conference. Mid-major conferences do not have elite big men. And while Michigan has a ton of flaws, one of which being their head coach, Hunter Dickinson is an elite big man. And I think Hunter Dickinson, with some help from Houston and Diabate, uh, could just be a Big Ten team taking on a Mountain West team and beat them. Colby, are you in the same boat? Michigan is minus 140 in this matchup, Colorado State plus 120. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think this might be one where more people are going to pick the 11 anyways. I like Michigan here, though. I just think the public is going to be all over a minus 140 favorite for Michigan, and Colorado State just rolls them by 10. Just I hope. Th- this season with Juwan Howard, you know, smushing the face of the other head coach. I just feel like this season is just going to end early and bad. And I really want to go with Colorado state here. Do it. Jack, are you okay with it? Yeah. Cause it is, go is I'm going to be at the right? game. It, oh, and you're going to be at the game. It is really close though. Like it's not anything could happen in this matchup. Correct. All right. I'm going with Colorado state, Tennessee versus Longwood. Tennessee looks great right now. I think Tennessee's going to roll them. I don't even know what Longwood is. I got to be honest. I don't even know what that is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. It's a college. I understand. Tennessee. Ohio State versus Loyola Chicago. Sister Jean. Sister Jean. Any magic over Ohio State and D'Angelo Russell? Yep. Yes. We're going with Sister Absolutely. Jean. Sister DJ Jean. Liddell is really good. Malachi Branham has stepped up. But Loyola, <laughs> um, Loyola's new head coach, Porter Moser, was their head coach. He's now at Oklahoma. Uh, wish Oklahoma got into the tournament. Damn, wish they got in. Um, but yeah, Porter Moser couldn't get in his heir, Drew Valentine, who is the older brother of Denzel Valentine, one of the youngest coaches in the country. Uh, give me the Ramblers, sister Jean, sister Jean and Loyola Chicago past Ohio state Villanova versus Delaware. Nova. All right. I mean, 
All right, Nova. Nova. Colby. Stop Nova. thinking. Stop saying Arnold. Nova. I know. It's just I don't what know. I'm thinking. I Nova. Don't I don't love Nova, but they have Gillespie. Against the 15 seed, no way. It's not happening. Yeah. Gillespie's a champ. All right. All right. So we're still in the South. Arizona versus TCU. I believe Arizona rolls them as well. Correct. Arizona. UAB versus Illinois. This is where the UAB magic ends, I believe. Correct. Colby. Yep. Now we have uh how are we doing this? Colorado oh, yeah. State and Tennessee. Colorado State and Tennessee. Um, this is where it ends for Colorado State, in my opinion. Correct. Tennessee. Tennessee's strong. Loyola Chicago versus Villanova. Okay. All right. This we have to talk about this one because I I would pick Loyola Chicago over Villanova. I really would. Jack's not in his head. Colby's not in his head. I like the magic. I like the magic here. Um, I think Tennessee beats either team in the Sweet 16, too. So I kind of do too. Here we go. Loyola, Chicago, Sister Jean, Magic, back to the Sweet 16. It seems like it happens every year. Jack, does the 10 seed beat the two seed? Uh, like, it's hard. It's hard. Um, like, Lucas Williamson and Colin Gillespie cancel each other out. So let's look at the remaining talent. The Villanova coach. is obviously more talented than Loyola Chicago, but does Loyola have more magic? The answer is probably yes. And like, does Villanova have an 102 year old godsend giving them scouting reports via email every game? They, they don't. Simply do not. So I'm, but I'm they cool have with Loyola. But they have Jay Wright. Yeah, but like, I, listen, Sister Jean greater than sign Jay Wright facts peter Loyal just went chicago. from like i hate villanova to like defending them in no i was only i was right. only trying to i was only trying to piece together the rest of the puzzle like could villanova actually beat them because it still is villanova they're still one of the best teams in the country I but you. i i agree i'm going loyal chicago so arizona versus illinois i think it's arizona and i kind of think arizona rolls through them again trounced trounced i agree arizona are they going to face tennessee or loyal chicago colby i think you were right i think it's going to be tennessee you agree? Yeah, Tennessee goes on. Lead eight. Arizona versus Tennessee. We picked Gonzaga. I'm Arizona. Good I think there, there's a, a pretty big gap between – there's Gonzaga, there's Arizona, then there's a gap. Um, I think there's even a gap between Arizona and Kentucky. They're plus 650 and plus 800, but I think there's an even bigger gap there than, than what Arizona is at at plus 650. I like Arizona to go to the final four. Perfect. Arizona. So right now, our current in the final four, we have two one seeds, Gonzaga and Arizona. But the two one seeds in these two regions, the East and the Midwest, Baylor and Kansas, I don't think they're going to make it out of our bracket. But Baylor's probably going to beat Norfolk State in the first round, unless, Jack, you're feeling a little crazy. Not at all. Norfolk State, I think, was the team that beat Missouri in the 15-2. Is that right? No, I It was the same year that Georgetown lost to Florida Gulf Coast. Colby? I can't remember. I can't remember. I do remember Florida Gulf Coast. I do want to say one thing before we get into um, the East. Jesse Winker was just traded to the Seattle Mariners. Whoa, 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 whoa. They're tearing it down. Brandon They're Williamson, down. Justin Dunn, Jake Fraley. Whoa. For, for Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez. Whoa. Whoa! Well, Jack and I are going to jump on the Just Baseball show in a couple of hours and break down all of these moves. So that episode will be available the same day that this episode is available. So if you're interested in some podcasts, hearing more about that move, Jack, we're going to save it for 
the Just Baseball Show. But Colby, I want to hear your first initial thoughts. I am amped up for the Mariners on that one. Um, I'm, I'm amped up for the Reds too. Brandon Williamson and Lodolo could be a really crazy duo with Hunter Green. Like that could be in, in two years, a crazy rotation. Um, I think that was the right move for the Reds and, and the Mariners are looking like they're going to be building to, to really do a postseason run for the first time since 2001. Wow. Live on Not Gambling Advice, Jesse Winker to the Seattle Mariners. But let's get back to Baylor, Norfolk State, I guess. Baylor's going to roll them, right? Yes. <laughs> Cole, yep. You think Baylor's going to roll them? <laughs> yeah. <State>? Yep. <laughs> All right. North Carolina taking on Marquette. I really like this UNC team. I really, really like this UNC team. I think they're going to beat Marquette. Do you guys agree? They yes. played really well as of late. I like them. Jack? Yeah, uh, I think Tyler Kolig is a good guard, and I love that Shaka Smart is successful and immediately gets to the NCAA tournament with Marquette, but Baycott is amazing. Um, Larry Bird, Brady Manick is awesome, and Caleb Love is great too, so I, I think Carolina. UNC, the Tar Heels. All right, St. Mary's versus Wyoming or Indiana? I think Indiana is going to roll through Wyoming. I think Indiana should have already been into this tournament. Jack, you're nodding your head no, and Colby, you are as well. Mm-mm-mm. If you're going to watch any of the four first four games, um, if, first of all, you should watch the first four with uh, Wright State and Bryant because Peter Kiss, the nation's leading scorer, is on Bryant, uh, and he's a firecracker. Um, but this is the game of the first four, Wyoming and Indiana. Trace Jackson Davis, really, really good. Really good. Graham E.K., is the big for Wyoming. Wyoming is a fantastic basketball team. Fantastic basketball team. They are the small team that had a very small margin for error in the Mountain West. They didn't falter much. They faltered in the Mountain West tournament, and that was about it. I think the winner of this game beat St. Mary's. Really? Colby, you're on the same page? I like it. I like it a lot, and I think... St. Mary's is going to lose them the next game to UCLA. Um, Trace Jackson Davis, who Jack was just mentioning, is a stud and will probably be a stud at the next level too. Um, I, I like them. All right, let's go with the winner of Wyoming, Indiana. I do think that will end up being Indiana, and I think Indiana can beat St. Mary's, but I also, I think we all agree, or I don't, I don't, I just don't really know much about this Wyoming team. I'm going to be completely honest, but I think Indiana is just a little bit better. It's, it's just hard for me to imagine a team from Wyoming going on this kind of a run, but maybe they will. They're the Laramie, Wyoming. I'm telling you, Laramie, Wyoming is the weirdest place that I've ever been. And I love it. All I want to do is go back. All right. Well, regardless, we have the winner of that game beating St. Mary's, the team that's in Gonzaga's conference that had a really good record this year, but Gonzaga's conference isn't exactly ideal. UCLA, Akron, UCLA is going to roll. Uh, yep. Shout out the Mac. Like, give me 20 seconds on the Mac. Um, Akron, best Take defense in the Mac. They've got Castaneda. They've got Enrique Freeman. They are a good defensive team. Um, Ali Ali is a great scorer for them. Uh, the pride of middle of nowhere, Indiana, if we're being totally honest, Ali Ali. But uh, yes, UCLA is a better team than Akron. UCLA wins. UCLA is the best four seed like by a very sizable margin, in my opinion. The other four seeds are Illinois, Arkansas, and Providence. I think UCLA is the best four seed in this tournament. Correct. Let's go with UCLA. All right. Texas is taking on Virginia Tech. (sighs) Virginia Tech's on a roll. They just won the ACC tournament. I think this is one of those 11-6 matchups that the 11 takes it. What do you guys think? 
Me as well. I, I haven't been super impressed with Texas all year, and VT just rolled to the ACC championship. Shocker. They probably wouldn't have got into the tournament without that. Um, Jack seems like he, he's, like, fired Kevin, up to defend Texas right now. So Kevin Durant, though. Kevin Durant, yeah. Don't forget Jarrett Allen, too, yeah. and Mo Bamba. Um, no, I was going to say, I Chris Beard's becoming a villain. Like, I like rooting against Chris Beard. I do. Um, so, I, I don't think this Texas team is meshed the way that they thought they were going to mesh. Uh, also, I was just smiling because if you watched the ACC tournament, you had such a fun time watching Hunter Couture absolutely go ballistic little white boy that can shoot the lights out for Virginia tech. He's incredible. And then they've got a pretty solid big in Kevin Bayaluma too. So yeah. Give me Virginia tech. Let's go with tech Purdue versus Yale. So Purdue seems somewhat fraudulent to me, but I do think that they take down Yale pretty, pretty convincingly. So I would go with Purdue in this matchup. Jack, you agree? Colby, I uh, I don't think Purdue's fraudulent. Jaden Ivey is my favorite player in the country. Sort of fraudulent, not like I think they could just you know I think they can make the Sweet Sixteen, but I just I don't see them like nearly as a Final Four team. I don't probably see them as a like I kind of think they're going to lose to Virginia Tech. We're going to get there, but that's what I'm now, saying. The, this Sweet Sixteen matchup, I I was close to crying about when I was filling out my bracket. Um, yeah, I mean I think Jaden Ivey is the best player in the country, and they've got insane size you think too. He's the overall best player in the country. I think he's the best player in the country. Wow. He plays like an NBA player at the college level, which I don't always think is conducive to being like the having the best team in college basketball. Um, I could see Purdue falling. I could just see it. I don't know. It's Virginia Tech is one of those teams that, that seems like they're rolling right now and they could they could do something to Purdue. Let's take Purdue over Yale and then Murray State um, and John Morant is taking on San Francisco. Not actually John Morant, but is this Murray State team still something to reckon with? Yes. Uh, speaking of John Morant, Jaden Ivey's mom, Neil Ivey, is the head women's basketball coach at Notre Dame. Before being the head coach at Notre Dame, she was an assistant for the Memphis Grizzlies, Coach John Morant. You see a lot of John Morant and Jaden Ivey, do you not? You do. You really you do. See a lot. Makes a lot of sense, right? Uh, Murray State's really good. KJ Williams and Tevin Brown were the top two scorers in the Ohio Valley. They've won 20 straight games. And San Francisco is another team in this fraudulent conference that is Gonzaga. I mean, Gonzaga's, I'm not calling Gonzaga. I'm just calling the conference fraudulent. West Coast is a phenomenal conference, man. Get your head out of your ass. All right, but we're taking Murray State over San Francisco? Yes. Yeah. All right, so I'm not. my head is is comfortably out of my ass because, I mean, you're picking Murray State over San Francisco, so. Okay, man. <laughs> Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Kentucky's going to absolutely demolish them. Where is the Peacocks? Where Do you, you think St. Peter's has a chance? The St. Peter's Peacocks? No, they don't have a chance. I think they're in New Jersey. <laughs> they are New Jersey. Another yes. college I've never heard of before. Baylor's taking on North Carolina. I think UNC wins. Yes. Yep. Colby, you agree? Yep. Yep. Bang! North no. Carolina over Baylor. All right. UCLA versus the winner of Wyoming and Indiana. UCLA. I think UCLA is going to win this, but yeah. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think. Um, Wyoming has the cardiovascular strength to keep pace with UCLA. If Indiana does make it to this game, they're going to be reaching for the oxygen tanks midway through the second half. UCLA goes so fast. 
UCLA is just so good. They're so good. And they have pedigree like Johnny Juzang, I feel like has been at UCLA now for five years. UCLA rolls over Wyoming or Indiana. No, I'm not saying rolls. I do think it's going to be closer than people think in that matchup, but I do think UCLA wins. All right, Virginia Tech against Purdue. Guys, Virginia Tech, I think. I agree, Peter. Ah, God. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. It's so hard. It's an 11 Um, versus three. I think we're using the not gambling advice veto power here against Jack. Yeah, There's no rhyme or reason behind it. No, but but so are you very against it? I you think, like, yeah, you think but Purdue also I never hit Virginia anything. <laughs> but you, so no, but you're on this. Like you think Purdue rolls Virginia Tech. Is that what you think? Or you think it's going to be really close? I think it'll be a five to 10 point Purdue win. That makes me want to take Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Do it. See what I care. Murray State, John Morant taken on. Let me think of someone from Kentucky. Anthony Davis. Uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis versus John Morant in the seven versus two matchup. Kentucky's probably going to roll him again, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's go, Kentucky. Okay. North Carolina taking on UCLA. This is going to be incredibly close. I think UCLA, it, this is this is going to be a game where they really take over. You think so, Colby? What do you think, Jack? They just have so many I know. player playmakers. I know. I think. And the ACC just is not as good as it was in previous years. I, mean, I think we got a UCLA. Yeah. UCLA? Yeah. Right. Yes. The four seed beating the eight seed. All right. Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. Um, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. That's that's like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No-brainer. Nope. No-brainer. <laughs> we'll, we'll go Kentucky. No-brainer. Does that imply that Peter has a brain? Because he's like, I kind of want to do Virginia Tech. I'll say it with my chest. Kentucky will beat Virginia Tech. <laughs> All right. I trust you. UCLA taking now taking on Kentucky. This is where I think Kentucky falls out, and I think UCLA beats them. Shit. We could, there has to be chaos in here. We're putting then a two-seed in. Shibway is going to get 30 rebounds in this game. Colby, are you on my team with UCLA over Kentucky, or are you on Jack's team? Yeah, I, I pick UCLA to win the whole thing. They're, they're a final four team to me. Jack? No, fine. Go ahead. We need some chaos. It's a four seed. Fine. Two seed. We're yeah, going to put another you know two what? seed. UCLA, go. All right. So UCLA is our third team take, making the final four against Gonzaga. Let's go to the Midwest. Kansas is. They're going to win. They're going to win the one versus sixteen matchup. But I, I, I swear, I'm going to sprinkle on whoever wins that game, that playing game. Just a little sprinkle on their money line. See if you like them when you watch the first four. <laughs> like, if you I don't, don't like them. I just don't believe in Kansas at all. But Kansas is going to beat them. To beat a 16. <laughs> yeah, they're going to beat a 16. San Diego State versus Creighton. This is, I think, the hardest matchup in the entire slate. These are two really good teams. Kawhi Leonard taking on Doug McDermott. Yep, perfect. Kyle Korver, maybe another option for Creighton. Yeah. I think Kawhi Leonard is better than Doug McDermott. So I lean San Diego State, but then I also side with Chaos, nine beating an eight. Frankly, I mean, I just watched Creighton roll Providence. They look great, but is that Providence being more fraudulent or is that Creighton being so good? 
I think it's Creighton being Cole, more fraudulent. Uh, Creighton's plus 115. Like I said, these are coin flips. Creighton's plus 115. San Diego State is minus 135. If you're if you're using your Kawhi Leonard logic, which I love for making brackets when it's a coin flip, do it. Jack? Opponents don't score against San Diego State. They, they're the second best defense in the country. I'm in. San Diego State? I'm in. I said Creighton, so go ahead and go San Diego State. <laughs> you just said teams don't score in San Diego State. Yeah, but Creighton got to the Big East final. <laughs> Hot hand. Eating a fraudulent team in Hot Providence. Hand. Iowa versus Richmond. I, I agree with you, Jack. I think Iowa's phenomenal. I think they roll against Richmond and the Spiders. Correct. Correct. Great. Colby, you agree? Yeah, these Big Ten teams are tough, man. That, that's just such a tough conference always. I think they have grit going into these tournaments. I like Iowa. Iowa, Providence, and South Dakota State. Yeah, yeah this is, I think, State. the easiest 13-4 I've ever picked in my life. So what's your pick? South Dakota State. South Dakota State. The it, it's so, so easy. So here's a crazy thing. Here's a crazy thing. South Dakota State is only plus 115 money line. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a coin hammer that. For a Not gambling four. advice. Not gambling advice. Hammer South Dakota State. LSU taken on Iowa State, the six-seed LSU Tigers, taken on the Shaquille O'Neal is taken on who's Ben Simmons as well on LSU. Iowa State, I can't think of anybody right now. Shit. I mean, Royce White, Deontay Burton. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Monte Morris. Monte, Monte Morris. Morris. There you go. Okay. The Monte guy. Morris. I All really right, like but- LSU. I really like LSU. The only thing that they don't have going for them is their program has been in shambles recently. Their <laughs> coach, Will Wade, was just fired, and they're gonna they're about to be banned from the attorney for years. I don't know if I hate it or if I absolutely love it because this is going to be their last chance in the tournament. And like, they're going to play, play up because they feel like they got screwed here a little bit. Um, It was nothing they did. This is all stuff from back like 2016, 2017 under the table money. Like it's all crazy, crazy college stuff, but um, LSU without that, I think makes a run here. I think this, this region is a good spot for an LSU team to make a run. Auburn's kind of fraudulent and USC is, is all right. Um, but I think LSU really could have a chance. Wisconsin's not even that good either. I, I really think LSU could have a chance at the elite eight here. I think of buying what you're, what you're selling Colby. I like that analysis. Jack, what do you think there? I mean, they don't have a fucking head coach. I say, yeah. no, <laughs> that's also true, but like, you're right. Doesn't that kind of, I like what how Colby spin zoned it, and it makes yeah, me no, want to great. go LSU. That, that but I also very impressive. Whenever I'm going against these matchups and it's so close, I just I lean chaos. So that's why I lean the 11 seed over the six. I'm, I'm going six LSU. LSU. Jack, you 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 break the tiebreaker. I've got Iowa State. Okay. Colby, you okay with it? I'm okay with it. Okay. As long as you're okay with it, brother. All right, Wisconsin versus Colgate. Wisconsin's going to beat Colgate. Correct. Correct. You don't really have to go into it. Uh, USC versus Miami. I think Miami wins. I think USC's fraudulent. Yeah, I think USC is not that great of a basketball team. I think Miami is a very underrated team. I think the ACC sucked. I think Miami was one of the best teams in the ACC, and there was a steep drop-off after Miami. Uh, Wong and Magusti are really good. Charlie Moore is in his 25th year at college um and like his 10th different school so uh shout out miami 
never agreed with you more. Colby, you on our are you on our team or the I'm other a USC team? guy? Uh, my mom hmm. went there, so I'm a Evan USC Mobley. guy. But I, I fly know, it on. I I do like this team, man. I like this USC team. They have some shooters too. I think a lot of people are calling them fraudulent, but um, they played Oregon two weeks ago and, and like neck and neck game in Oregon. Gutsy, yeah, gutsy Oregon comeback. Oregon, Oregon's on this tournament. I know. Oregon's a decent team now. Pac-12 is tough. Right? I don't know. Miami's another team Quincy that Gary. like they can show up, but they also have, have moments where they don't show up at all. I think we got to go with Miami here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go for Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You got to show up for the tournament. Auburn versus Jacksonville Holy. State. Holy. Jacksonville State got Holy. in because, okay, hold on. Guess what state Jacksonville State is in? It's not in Florida. The way nope. you based off that question. Too Ohio. easy. Nah, I think Alabama. I knew it was. Is it like in the panhandle? It's like right in the, so. the region there. It might so. be in Georgia. Too, maybe maybe it's in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> so this should be Bellarmine here do we need to plead our case for the bellerman knights bellerman just got elevated from the d2 level a year ago their second year at d1 they win the a sun tournament they're not eligible for the ncaa tournament because apparently there's like this five-year window where uh, a d2 team transitioning can't make the ncaa tournament and they can't even make the nit let bellerman play in the nit is that um, is that jacksonville to- state won the a sun regular season title so that's why they're here is that to d- deter d2 teams from like recruiting illegally somehow and like getting super good going to D one and then winning when all these guys are like juniors and seniors, like four years later, is that kind of yeah. the, the logic there? Okay. Yes. For Still some sucks. reason, Mark Emmert was super scared of D two teams, just stacking their prospects. But I think we got to go with Jabari Smith and Auburn here. Correct. I, yeah. They're going to roll them. I think Jabari Smith might be the best pro prospect in all of college basketball currently. Um, Kansas versus San Diego State. I want to pick San Diego State so freaking badly, and I think we should. Colby, Jackson, I'm down with said, it. I'm I know he's in. You're in too. Perfect. Again, San Diego, San Diego State. State, second best defensive team in the country. They don't let their opponents score points. One player can score points for Kansas. If the second best defense in the country only has to worry about Abaji, they're going to be fine. You can thank Kawhi Leonard for that perimeter defense. Bada bang. Jack, Jack picked Iowa really really well here um because this midwest region is if it's not iowa it's going to be somebody that's not a one two or three seed coming out of here i mean this looks like the the least chalk bracket or region of the entire tournament agreed we have iowa beating south dakota state south dakota state's run ends there i was telling you this is going to be the highest over under set in basketball history South Dakota State. State is the second highest scoring offense in the country. Iowa is the fourth highest scoring offense in the country and neither play defense. It's going to be like 120 to 118. <laughs> so fire. That game's going to be sick. All right. Iowa State versus Wisconsin. I don't Wisconsin love Wisconsin. lost to Nebraska. Don't love Wisconsin. I'm going to tell you why Wisconsin's going to win this game. Okay. Wisconsin is located in Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks. This game is played in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. All right. Wisconsin. This is a home game. Wisconsin's going to roll them. And they are a better team than Iowa State, but they freaking lost to Nebraska. Like, what an embarrassing loss. They're playing a home game in the NCAA tournament. Bang. Wisconsin. Auburn versus Miami. This is interesting. This is 
interesting. I lean Auburn, but I think it's very interesting. Colby, you shook your head. First. I had USC beating Auburn. I, I like Miami to beat Auburn too. And I'm not, I don't love this Auburn team. Jack, are you in the same boat? You can't score inside on Auburn. Walker Kessler is one of the best shot blockers in the country. And Jabari Smith, I think behind Ivy is the best NBA guy. Um, I think Wendell Green is a black hole of a point guard uh, for Auburn. Like when he gets the ball, he just shoots and it's a bad shot constantly. Um, I still think Auburn is too good. I agree, Colby. I think Auburn is just too good. I think Jabari Smith is going to put on a freaking show in this tournament. Fair enough. Go Auburn. Fair enough. All right. Auburn. I also think Auburn's going to beat Wisconsin now. Oh, so yeah, you're, yeah. Wait, Colby, you're not on your head. Jack's on his head. No, no. Jack, you think Wisconsin takes Auburn? Is this next game also in Milwaukee as well? No. I think this is in Chicago. So it's still kind of a home game. <laughs> um, I just think Johnny Davis is like, he's a better college basketball player than Jabari Smith. Granted, Johnny Davis was hurt. I really want to pick Auburn against Wisconsin. Go ahead. Colby, you okay with it? I'm okay with this. I, I, in my own bracket, I have LSU versus USC in this matchup. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> out of it at this point. All right. We're taking Auburn. Okay. San Diego state versus Iowa. I think Jack, I think we roll with you and I think we go Iowa here. I just think they're the better team and I'd rather side with your bets as well. But now Iowa versus Auburn, Jack, I'm willing to go with you and, and pick Iowa over this Auburn team. Like maybe this is where the season ends for the Auburn Tigers. Colby, you're not on your head. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, look at the way we've set up our bracket right now. We have Gonzaga, a one seed. We have UCLA who's a four seed. And we have number one, Arizona. I just feel like putting another, like a number two seed in there. I mean, okay. I like switching up that number five, Iowa. I like it. Iowa over the Auburn Tigers. So Gonzaga's taken on UCLA, huh? Here's some not gambling advice, though. You look right now, Iowa is plus 330 to make the final four. To make the final four, to come out of the Midwest. Jackson. I just read the odds. I didn't say anything. Not, not gambling. All I did was read the really odds. I really like that. All right. I'm going to bet on that after this podcast. Not, <laughs> not, not gambling, but so. Gonzaga taking on UCLA. I think, Gonzaga, I think UCLA, UCLA can beat him. That's a, that's, a, that's a finals rematch, correct, from last year? It's a final four rematch. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. When Stuggs hit the shot. Yes. Yes. How do you guys see it going this year? I, I think Gonzaga is too strong for UCLA. I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga is going to win the big one this year. Okay. Clicking Gonzaga. Arizona versus Iowa. I think Arizona. Yep. I, I think this is one of the uh, – I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily rare, but I think Arizona and Gonzaga favorites. are like the two favorites, but I think it's, it's warranted this year. I really do think it's warranted. They're, they're the teams without the question marks – they're deep teams and and they're they're the best. And here I they think are. that's a really good point, Colby. I think there's going to be a lot of chaos, like in the six elevens, the three fourteens, you know, the fours versus the twelves, or whatever those kinds of matchups, the eight nines. I don't think that it's going to be complete chaos in the final four and in the final. I think Arizona's gonna beat Iowa and face Gonzaga. I think Arizona wins the national championship. 
That's my pick. Um, but if you guys, if you guys really do think that Gonzaga is the better team, and if this game were to face off, you would both pick Gonzaga, then we can go with Gonzaga. I'm with Gonzaga here. Jack, you're with Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Yeah. All right, we're picking Gonzaga to win the national championship. So that'll do it for this episode of Not Gambling Advice. We will be back. Colby and I will be doing our fantasy baseball shortstop rankings. Again, we're going to do 30 to 11 on Wednesday and then 10 to 1 on Friday. The only reason that uh, we couldn't release this episode on Monday, I'm coming back from Ole Miss. Colby is at South by Southwest. Jack, you're not wearing just baseball merch. I'm wearing my sweatshirt where you can get in the episode link description, kind of a fire hoodie. I feel good about our bracket boys. I'm going to, I'm going to give some more news. This is not from the baseball world. JC Jackson, the maybe the best corner in the league in the NFL just signed a five year, $82.5 million deal with the chargers, which is very intriguing Mm. for the chargers that that defense needed the corner. Justin Herbert needs a corner. There we go. Teddy Bridgewater just signed a one-year deal to be the backup quarterback for the Dolphins, which I also like. And the Chargers just got Khalil Mack. Chargers are looking scary. They're loading up. Jack, what do you think about our bracket? I feel like we kind of killed it. You have fun? First episode. I I had a blast. Anytime that I can just drop like all this knowledge that I have stored that I can absolutely never deploy, I want to do it. Like, I am so not fun at parties because I know about the America East. I I don't know about anything cool. <laughs> That's going to be one of the quotes of the cool quote. I'm not fun at parties because I know too much about the American East. And if you listen to this this long in this podcast, shout out to you. You're like our biggest, biggest fans. I think we're, we're running on close to an hour and a half here. So this, this has been a blast of an episode. And with that, thank you, everybody.